I'm Mary Byers, and this is Associations Today. My guest is Adrian White Baines, CEO of the American Osteopathic Association. We're going to talk about getting younger members involved, and let's just dive right in. Adrian, I know that you're doing some activities designed specifically to engage younger physicians. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing. Well, we're fortunate in the American Osteopathic Association to have a new wave of physicians um, moving into osteopathic medicine. And at this point in time, of the 110,000 osteopathic physicians in the U.S., over 65% are under the age of 45. Yet the association itself is over 100 years old. So as you can imagine, it was established on a more traditional association platform um, as it had ascending governance, uh, leadership into governance, and um, membership policies and protocols. But now with such a large new wave of younger physicians uh, and millennials uh, and and even Gen X, um, we really have to look at how we engage these physicians into an association of the future, if you will. So I would say there's really three ways that we're looking at trying to enhance, rapidly enhance engagement. One is through communications. It's how do we communicate with our members? How do we acknowledge that communication styles are different? So we're utilizing, obviously, social media in a much more intentional way. Um, we're further looking at inclusion of physicians, not uh, in our traditional bureaus, councils, and committees, uh, and policy groups that have appointments, but also the use of task forces, which we won't have such definitions around membership tenure. It's really finding the best people to address an issue, to provide perspective, and moving on with that issue. Um, and the third thing I think is to really identify, we've worked to identify student and young physician groups that are strong messengers and trusted messengers and make sure that we're very intentionally engaging with them and working in collaboration so that our efforts work together. So I'd say communication and the uh, inclusion on the task forces and really working with in collaboration are the three ways. Well, you've alluded to governance and how it's affecting your ability or inability to include members earlier in their tenure with the association. How's that affecting you in the long term? And then talk a little bit about how you're, you're maybe using your traditional House of Delegates as a leadership structure, but then you also have this parallel track for task forces. How's that working? Yeah, so you're right. I think the thing is when you have this type of uh, generational change, you do have to look at your strategies both long-term and short-term. On the long-term, we are looking at um, full realignment of the governance um, process. One, because of the generational issues, but two, just because of the relevance of associations. How do you move from typical geography-based uh, membership and representation to more competency-based uh, representation and trying to make sure that you are pulling in the leadership of individuals um, for that bring the perspective and experiences that really uh, work for today's challenges. 
So that is a long-term strategy to really think about uh, where is it appropriate to have designated positions and how can you integrate young emerging leadership into that. Um, a second is, uh, again, really looking at all of the policies that we have to see if there are indeed policies, whether it's in a House of Delegates or whether it's within the board structure, where there may be policies that are serving as obstacles um, to keeping the right talents or to, to being able to recruit and, and engage the, the talents that you need for the future. But on a short-term basis, because as you go through those longer policies and bylaws changes and alignment issues, the uh, engagement that you need and the generations and the members um, that you're talking about um, are there now. And you want to get that leadership in early. And so again, we are utilizing task forces more than just some of our standard committees. And what we do is advertise and, and promote that we are addressing specific issues uh, which, which are time-bound specific topics and we'll recruit the individuals that we need to provide perspective and take recommendations from that task force to the board. And so it's a way of engaging young physicians around an issue, getting their perspective, for example, um, brand branding or communications campaigns. Uh, you can get a group of very uh, young physicians representing residents, students, uh, and those within 10 years, get them together, get them to address an issue and bring them forward and the, and the traditional leadership can approve, but the input has been achieved. Um, also on a short-term basis, I think we are working to utilize current technology tools and really start to utilize um, uh, databases and profile programs like LinkedIn, uh, where we can start to identify who are the young talents out there? What are they interested in? How can we quickly go to a technology piece like LinkedIn, do a search if I'm looking for someone to serve on a external committee or an appointment uh, or to speak at a public policy. Right. Having something like LinkedIn that can keep thousands of profiles and be able to uh, quickly go in and look for data points and have it pull out individuals that I might never have met um, and be able to compare them and then reach out and contact them as members of the organization and say, you would be perfect. So it's again, utilizing current technology to find these members, to connect with them, and be able to show who's truly out there representing the organization. And that's great advice. And as we wrap up here, though, let me talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the tension because often when I'm in a room facilitating conversation and we're looking toward the future and we're looking toward new and younger members, there's a, a majority of individuals who feel. I've been around for a long time and I love this profession, I love this association, and I don't want to be disenfranchised. So it's really a question of how we integrate all levels, and I don't think it's a question of either we look at younger members or more seasoned professionals, but it, it really has to be how do we integrate all of the generations that we have living and working in our associations today. Well, you said the key question, uh, the key statement, and it's really about integrate. It's recognizing who is the profession and that the profession 
uh, is expanding in age demographics. You know, in many cases, the profession is expanding in uh, racial and ethnic demographics. Uh, it's expanding in terms of its um, number of women coming into the profession. And when you have these kind of dynamic changes, you have to be a dynamic organization that embraces and engages. My two takeaways are being intentional and being deliberate. Adrian, thank you for your time today. 